240-587-3186. If you need advice, I'm the girl to call. Constance, the podcast got you all. And it's 240-587-3186. 240-587-3186. What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Constancy Podcast. I'm your host, Constance Annan. Y'all seen during the theme song, we've been sipping on some wine, got a little bit of wine. I actually bought this wine a couple weeks ago, and I used it to cook, and then I haven't done anything with it. So I was like, let me go ahead and get, let me go ahead and pour me up something. It's fucking Saturday. Um, my friends are actually low-key rushing me so that we could step out. To be 100% honest, I don't even feel like really stepping out, but I'm going to step out because I don't go out. But deep down on the inside, I would much rather just podcast and chill. But I'm going to go out. That's besides the point. They're not really rushing me. It's just like, have you recorded yet? Have you recorded yet? Have you recorded yet? And I've been saying I was going to record, but it took me a little second. Okay, that's besides the point. Y'all, today was the day that I did pole dancing. I did my first pole dancing class. I'm definitely going to return again next week. It was a lot harder than I thought it would be. Um, and I th- that is the reason why I just want to podcast and go to sleep. Like, I... I um, went to pole dancing at 11 and it took so much out of me a lot of upper body strength it was just a lot like it's it's more intense than the gym okay so it has me a little bit tired but it was great uh definitely some moves took me out of my element um definitely <laughs> definitely had me tap into that sexy side that I told you I was so afraid to tap into I was very 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 shy I think it's cool though having a teacher I noticed that I was reluctant to raise my hand and say oh my god I need a little bit more help and so that's something that I want to get better at usually as a student I'm that person that's like hold on slow it down you know I make sure that I understand what I'm being taught but because it was so big and I was so new to it and we were also working with a sub I just didn't feel I don't know I guess I was just feeling out the filling out the course, filling out the vibe. And so next week, I'm definitely looking forward to raising my hand more, asking a lot more questions. I don't necessarily like school, but I do enjoy being taught things and learning new things. And so this is that that uh, dose of being taught things that I get, if that makes sense. I don't know. I enjoyed it. Like I said, it was definitely challenging. It's always good to have challenging things in my life because my life is pretty monotonous. And I feel like I hit a plateau as far as the things that I'm getting in, involved in. So this is something new. So if anybody's looking into pole dancing, definitely get into it. I think it's a lot less sexy than I thought it would be. But maybe that's because I'm beginning. But all in all, dancing just takes me out of my element. So I love that I was able to find something to take me out of my element. Okay, yesterday's, bitch, did you see that tweet? It went went a little viral not viral but it did big numbers on instagram and so today we tapping in the bitch did you see that tweet early and bitch did you see that tweet that said what the fuck is a new client fee bitch is making anything up for extra money honey let's get into these new age hair stylists them motherfuckers were charged for anything now here's the thing whenever it comes to me i'm not one to complain about prices I will pay whatever you ask me to pay, especially if you can do the service that I need you to do. I'm not a big like price monger. Like I don't really need, I was going to say I don't need my dollars worth. No, I need my dollars worth, but you can charge me whatever you want to charge me. I respect you as a hairstylist, esthetician, whatever service it is that I'm seeking out. You can give me any price shit. It could be a thousand dollars. If it's exactly what I'm looking for, you can offer me that. I'll pay it. So these new age hairstylists are definitely knowing they worth. 
and they charging accordingly. But this is the crazy thing. On top of charging, it's like you don't really get the same courtesy, respect, professionalism that you would have got back in the day. So y'all know my mom was a hairstylist. So I'm used to the I'm used to the old school salon feel. You walk into the salon, everybody greets you, you grab a little seat, somebody can, first of all, walk-ins. They don't even do walk-ins anymore. God forbid you walk into a salon and you need a hair appointment that day. Everybody's looking at you like, bitch, you must be crazy. You were supposed to book on the as.me or Acuity site or the booking site. Now let's get into the booking sites. They swear the booking site got everything you need on it. When you get to the booking site, the whole shit is confusing. I don't been to so many different booking sites. I'm, oh my God. Hairstylist horror story. I do not name hairstylist. I don't believe in throwing anybody under the bus, but I did book with a hairstylist once. And I had a lot of questions in regards to the style that I was getting. I read the booking site. I still felt like my questions weren't answered. So after booking, I texted the hairstylist and I'm like, hey, I have a question. Immediately, I got a, I get a response that says, check the website. So I'm like, okay, maybe I missed something. So I go back, I check the website. I'm checking the website. I still don't see anything. So I text them and I'm like, excuse me, you know what? I, I, I'm a little bit confused. And I asked whatever the question was. Minutes later, not even minutes later, seconds later, I get a call that, and I get a call from the hairstylist. The hairstylist is like, look, I'm with a client and I like, I like to give all of my clients my full undivided attention. And right now you stopping me from doing that. Everything is on the booking site. Check the booking site because that's where you're going to get your answer. Okay. And I hung up the phone. I'm thinking to myself, okay. And the time you spent to tell me to check the booking site and the time you spent to call and disrupt this service that you're offering your client, you could have just answered the question that I had already texted you. That's what I'm thinking the call is going to be. Hello, I wanted to answer your question. I thought that's what the call was going to be. That wasn't the call. Anyways, I still went through with the service. I go through with the service. The hairstylist off rip. This was back when I had an afro. The hairstylist off rip is, I do hair, but I don't do that. You need to detangle your own hair. Handing me a wide tooth comb. I'm thinking, okay, personally, First of all, I understand hairstylists don't want to do too much. But if you're licensed and you're in a salon and I'm paying six, seven, eight hundred dollars, you can't detangle my hair? That's not a part of the service. That service isn't included in the in the price that you're asking for. Let's talk about the tweet, because the tweet actually mentioned a new client fee. These hairstylists will pay. I mean, they will charge for every little thing. To me, it's like I think from a ex-entrepreneurial standpoint. Go ahead and price everything you want to price it all in one price. Like, I shouldn't see the breakdown of the price. Just go ahead and say you want $1,000 and I know a friend you want $1,000. Don't tell me I'm paying a new client fee. They'll charge you new client fee. They'll charge you consultation fees. Have you ever been charged a consultation by a hairstylist and then you don't really get a consultation? I had one hairstylist, completely different hairstylist than the hairstylist I was talking about. I've had so many different horror stories with these hairstylists, okay? I don't know if it's a DMV thing or I don't know if it's a new age thing, but these hairstylists, my girl, they are out of this world. I don't even know why I just said my girl, but girl, they out of this world. Okay, I had one hairstylist tell me that I was pay the, the price that I paid was going to include a consultation. Okay, cool. I'm waiting for my consultation. I'm assuming it's going to be prior to the to the appointment, right? No consultation, no call, no booking, boom, no problem. Then I get to the hair appointment, and y'all won't believe what the consultation was. Mind you, I paid an additional however much they asked for for the consultation. The consultation was simply, when was the last time you had a trim? I'm like, 
I know that ain't the damn consultation, but bitch, that was the damn consultation. Did I make a scene? No. One thing I don't do is cause a scene. Uh, I want, I have, th- there's a sense of decorum that I have. You know what I'm saying? I'm very respectful when I'm going in to seek a service from somebody. I will never cuss them out. I'll never question their price. I will never make it like, I'm not a problematic customer. I go on some, I don't like the experience. I don't go again, pretty much. Right. Boom. Let's talk about another time I went to another hairstylist and they threw me off a little bit. So y'all know these new age hairstylists love to put a price on everything. Child, I finished getting my hair done. The hairstylist is telling the receptionist, charge her for length and abundance. My hair has never been longer than my shoulders, dead ends included. Like this is the longest my hair has ever been. Dead ends included. They're talking about charge for length. If this gets charged for length, bitch, I know this ain't the longest hair you don't work with. Why the hell are you charging me? And then abundance, like are are y'all regularly servicing thin-haired people? I'm just like, come on, y'all. Stop being anti-black and service me, honey. I don't even know if it's anti-black or if it's anti-4C. A lot of these hairstylists don't like to work with 4C hair. A lot of these hairstylists don't like to do 4C hair. A lot of these hairstylists don't know how to do 4C hair. <sighs> That's why I just cut my hair off because these hairstyles don't be cooperating with what I had. Honestly, my hair was just a whole nother thing. All in all, these new age hairstyles are crazy. Can we go back to the old salon days where you could just walk in and get your hair done? And why the fuck are walk-ins no longer available? Like, walk-ins is a specialty. The only time you see walk-ins is when someone cancels and they post on their Instagram, walk-in available right now and only right now, DM to book appointment. Like, damn, how the fuck am I going to know that I want to... Like, I just... I just, I don't know. And then let's get into it. Some of the hairstylists don't even work on the weekends anymore. So I got to take off work to get my hair done. Or I got to work a remote job. Which I've done. I've definitely taken off work to get my hair done. And I have definitely taken my laptop to the job. Like, I just can't believe that that's what I have to do. Why aren't people working on the weekends anymore? I get it. Know your worth. Tax your worth. But damn. These new age hairstylists ain't shit. Not all of them, though. I've had some amazing hairstylists. Um, the woman that cut my hair, Neek's Dollhouse on Instagram, phenomenal. This this is not a sponsored, um, this is not sponsored at all. She was just an amazing hairstylist. I will tell y'all that. She was actually younger than me, but her professionalism and everything had me thinking she was older than me. Um, by default, I'm, you know, I give yes, ma'am, yes, sir. Like, that's always my answer and my response to people. But I really did think that that was fitting for her. Come to find out she was definitely younger than me, but... Uh, she was just great like no attitude very let me say positive attitude just great environment loved my experience with her if y'all need a short haircut i think she does barber cuts pixie cuts i think she does wig installs too and she sells hair y'all check out nick's dollhouse i ain't never used the hair that she sold but she's all the way together around a good person y'all check her out on instagram okay let's get into word association if you new here it's a bowl full of words and topics we pick out a bowl we pick out a word a t- whatever we pick out a topic I give y'all my thoughts and opinions on the topic, and we keep it pushing from there, okay? Then we went longer on the new age hairstylist than I wanted to. But I know y'all can relate. This is not just a me thing, and it can't just be a DMV thing. These new age hairstylists are really charging an arm and a leg for nothing. Not even for nothing. It's just like, can your service attitude professionalism can all of that please just match what the fuck i'm paying like i said i'll pay the thousand dollars if it's a thousand dollars if you tell me you're the only person in the world i can do what i want sure i'll get it done but just treat me like i paid and this sorry i was gonna move on to the word association but you know what's crazy i've had some hairstylists 
act so funky until at the time I had a hair business, until they found out I was the owner of a hair business or until they found out like I was a vlogger, then ooh, it all changed behavior, attitude, everything changed. I remember one time I went to a hairdresser and I'm like, I, I usually ask if I can vlog beforehand, but I forgot to ask. And when I got there, I was like, can I vlog? She was like, oh, let me see your YouTube channel. Um, I showed her the YouTube channel and she was like, in the midst of her looking through my YouTube channel, she was like, okay, because this one girl tried me the other day. I'm thinking, are you insinuating that I tried you the other day? Then when they see the subscribers, they're like, okay, yeah, you can vlog. <sighs> okay. Or, y'all, the the mandatory come picture ready. I went to another uh, hair salon. The requirements is come picture ready. I'm vlogging in the hair salon. They talking about you can't record in here. How the fuck I got to come picture ready, but I can't record and vlog my experience in here. Y'all demand the motherfuckers get on camera. Matter of fact, when I walked in, they demanded that I took a before picture. Took a before picture. They didn't even take an after picture. I guess my after didn't give. That's another thing. These hairstylists don't be wanting to flick you up after they took your motherfucker. After they did your hair, it's like, does my hair not meet your standards did you fuck up on my shit or what the fuck let's get into word association i'm sorry guys i've had y'all longer than i needed to have y'all the first word that i've been pulled out is ooh, silent treatment let's get into it because i think mm, the silent treatment is fucked up uh if y'all have seen young famous and african dj naked and his girl i cannot even think of the girl's name right now but a couple on young famous and african went through the silent treatment like one of them gave the other the silent treatment for days at a time I think it was over a week I'm sorry but if you give me the silent treatment first of all if you give me the silent treatment period I can't fuck with you because why are we being passive aggressive let's communicate if you feel some type of way please let me know passive aggressive passive aggressiveness and the silent treatment is not going to solve the problem I feel like as adults that's one thing a lot of people struggle with is communicating how they feel and a lot of people get a, a huge ego boost off of the silent treatment because it's like i'm gonna make you miss me i'm gonna make you want me i'm gonna wait for you to hit me up like are we 5 16 12 or i'll be fucking hitting our 30s let's please fucking communicate when you have an issue also i feel like communicating is the only way i'm gonna know that i did something wrong because what i'm not about to do is use my brain power to sit and try to figure out what did i do last that might have rubbed her the wrong way that's not what I'm using my brain power to do. I would like to not do that. If I love you, I, I might take the time to. But I think silent treatment is just fucked up. I don't fuck with the silent, silent treatment. I've had friends do the silent treatment. I don't think I've ever had a partner do the silent treatment. But I've definitely had friends that did the silent treatment and didn't really fuck. Like, they was just so passive aggressive and, like, not trying to talk to me. It's just like, just say what the fuck you want to say. And if you really want to just cut me off, cut me off. But don't be playing that silent treatment shit coming around waiting for me to try to pry and figure out what the issue is. That is fucking childish. Especially amongst friends, because look, I get it. I might have rubbed you the wrong way. But again, communication. I'm big on communicating. I will always express how I feel, especially if it has bothered me. And I would hope that anybody else could offer me the same, I want to say courtesy, but common sense. Because how are we going to solve the problem if we don't talk about it? Like I said, I've never had a partner give me the silent treatment but I don't believe in doing that when I was younger and I was in high school my friends would be like if a guy pissed me off or something my friends would be like you know don't text him let him text you back and I thought that that was okay so I was doing it and eventually the nigga wouldn't hit me up now I understand you know the pursuit and wanting to get to find out what's wrong with me tells me that you like me but I think it's I just don't fuck with that like is I kind of think it's manipulation 
to try to blow you off just to have you hitting me up a lot so I can see that you fuck with me so you can learn the lesson. That's not my idea of teaching the lesson. I don't even want to teach no damn lesson. I just want to tell you that this is how I feel. And then after I speak to you and let you know that this is how I feel, I will hope you change the actions to match and show me that you respect what I said. And then if at that point you show me that you don't respect what I said, then nigga, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? But silent treatment my ass. Like, I feel like that is so childish. What do y'all think? Do y'all give the silent treatment? Oh, my God. Or like even worse. Silent treatment from your parents. Like I've had the silent treatment from my mom, and it's just like, why are you giving me the silent treatment? Again, if you want me to do something, or if I did something wrong, let me know. What's worse about it is like, okay, silent treatment happens, and then they try to come back like they and just blow you off. That's what I'm saying. Like people do be doing that funny shit. Like they'll blow you off. They won't talk to you. You get the silent treatment. You get the cold shoulder. Then they come back like, all right, boom, that's it. We're not addressing what happened. Like no, let's just communicate. I like to believe that I'm an effective communicator. I love communicating, and I think everybody should adopt that habit. Next topic. Again, let me know if y'all do the silent treatment, if y'all receive the silent treatment. Let me know if y'all are effective communicators. I would hope so. If y'all watching this podcast and y'all listen to what I say and y'all implement it to your lives or y'all coincide with the things I say, I would hope you are an effective communicator. Or if you want to challenge me and let me know that the silent treatment is beneficial, please let me know. But I just see it as a manipulative ass tactic. And bitch, don't motherfucking play with me right now because I do not need to talk to you that bad. We could both do the silent treatment. And my version of the silent treatment is cutting your ass the fuck off, period. Now you... You really looking stuck and confused as to why the fuck I ain't chasing you. I guess if my girlfriend blew me off, like gave me the silent treatment, I would definitely try to figure it out. But I just hate that that's what we have succumbed to. Like, please talk to me. All right. That's my last thing on that. This one says, oh, non-negotiables. Okay. I've been dying to pull that out of this bowl because remember when I had the let's get deep card and it was like, what are your non-negotiables? And I couldn't come up with any that really forced me to challenge myself to list them out. So my excuse in that moment was because I'm with someone that I think is great. I don't really have to identify non-negotiables because I don't feel like that's something I'm going to run into. But the reality of it is I think it is important that I can identify them. So before I let y'all in on my non-negotiables, I really want to encourage you guys to sit and list out the things that you will not allow in relationships. It can be romantic. It can be platonic. But I think it's very important that you sit and list those out so that when they, first of all, become familiar with those so that when you see them, you know not to, you know that you've already um, told yourself that you're not going to accept these things. You know what I'm saying? When you don't identify the non-negotiables, I think it's a lot easier for you to make passes for these things. I think the non-negotiables are just a great way for you to communicate to yourself what you will and what you want to allow. It's those boundaries that you need to have going into any relationship, especially when it comes to exchanging energy with people. It's so important that you know what you do and don't allow, what you like and what you don't like. So when you see it, you can act accordingly. Because I think the worst thing is to hit a non-negotiable and then you're stuck with, okay, let me just do something like a silent treatment. Let me just let me just give them another chance. Like You need to know what you don't like so that you can create a life and create relationships that satisfy and fulfill you. All right. So I'm going to open my journal because I put them in my journal. And we're just going to, I'm going to give y'all a few of my non-negotiables. And y'all, you know, if you got to pause today's episode right here to come up with your non-negotiables, please do. But I think it's very important that you have those. One second, y'all.
damn. Like, how much do I write in this journal? Like, did I rip it out? I don't think so. Damn. It's taking a little bit longer than I wanted to for me to come up with the non-negotiables. I really want to read them off. Okay. I know for one of them, respect was a big thing. I really want... You cannot speak to me in a manner that does not reflect how I speak to myself. I think of myself very highly. I speak of, I speak to myself in a very nice and um, royal-like manner. <laughs> so not that I need you to bow down to me, kiss my feet, but I really don't need you cussing me out, calling me out of my name, doing anything that is 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 worse than what I do to myself you know if I hold myself to a high standard and I communicate myself and I communicate myself excuse me if I hold myself to a high standard and I communicate with myself in a nice way you have to do the same otherwise you cannot be around me so respect me sorry y'all somebody was at my door I had to stop for a second so yeah definitely showing me the same amount of respect that I show myself and if you don't you get the boot another non-negotiable for me is lying you got to be 100% honest with me all the time. I would rather know up front that you're upset with something. I'd rather know up front that you have interest in doing something, but to go behind my back and to do it, not okay. Lying is not cool. Even white lies. Like, why are you lying? Just be truthful and honest. Let me know exactly how you feel about things so that I can make sure that I'm creating a good environment for you, but also for me, like, lying is just not a good habit. I don't fuck with it. I don't do it. And so you can't be doing it and be around me. That's that's fucking romantic or platonic liars got to go because like i said in another episode if you lie bitch you are questioning my intelligence because you think i believe some shit like that or that i'm not keen enough to put a and b together don't play with me okay another thing i'm really big on supporting my dreams Supporting my dreams is a big one. I do not want to feel like, first of all, I don't want anybody that's telling me I can't do anything. I don't want anybody that's telling me that I need to dream smaller. Either you need to be a big dreamer or shut the fuck up about it. But don't try to downplay my dreams and make me think I can't achieve all the things that I want to achieve. If you don't support me, I can't fuck with you. I really love right now, after each podcast episode, me and Ashley watch them together. That means a lot to me because... Not only is she taking out of her time to watch it, but she's sitting there engaging in the, the the episodes with me. It's just nice. Like, I just love to see that she is just supporting what I do. You know, when I see my friends post my shit on my story, it means a lot to me. I just love to, to have that support. Is in a relationship, romantic, most definitely needed, but more so in the aspect of I don't want anybody trying to belittle my dreams and telling me that I can't do anything or that I shouldn't do anything. Another thing for me is... I cannot fuck with anybody that's trying to change me. If you do not fuck with how I present myself, if you do not fuck with me, don't fuck with me. But don't stick around me and try to change me and tell me that I need to dress a certain way, I need to talk a certain way, I need to walk a certain way, I need to be a certain way. No. I am who I am, okay? And you accept it, or bitch, you get the boot, okay? I'm really not fond of anybody trying to change me, trying to tell me what to do. I don't like that. One thing I really love is freedom and not even freedom as far as like freedom to fuck around. Nah, freedom to just be me. Anybody that gets in the way of me living my life cannot be around me. Period. That's what anybody. 
That's one thing I do not make exceptions for. If I have dreams, I have goals, I have visions, I got things I want to do, you can't tell me elsewise. If I want to live my life a certain way, you cannot tell me elsewise. The only person that can intervene and change me is God. Okay? And so if I don't feel like the shit that you are telling me is coming from a divine source, bitch, you got to get the boot. Okay? Another thing for me, emotional intelligence, emotional intelligence is big. If you're getting angry and you think you're about to cuss my ass out, throw some shit at me, spaz at me, silent treatment, some shit. I get it if, like, you need to cool off for a second. You need a, a little bit of time by yourself. But after that 10, 15, 20 minutes, you got to come and communicate with me. But besides that, it, like, I just don't fuck with lack of emotional intelligence. Get in tune with your emotions, know how to control them, and know how to express them in a healthy manner. You know, so these are some things that are um, non-negotiables for me. Uh, an activity Ashley and I did was we both came up with our non-negotiables and then we sat together and we just addressed them with one another. Uh, that was just healthy for me. That was something that I uh, wanted to do. I don't, I don't think that that's something everybody needs to do, but I found it very helpful, especially because it gave us the chance to sit and talk about what we both expect of one another. And so I think it also creates that um, transparency. And I want to use the word expectation, but not necessarily expectation. It's just like if either one of us crosses that boundary because I really am looking at these as boundaries if either one of us crosses that boundary we we can't be surprised when the other is upset because we've already discussed it you know um communication is just really big to me so those are some of my non-negotiables I ain't gonna give y'all the whole rundown because I ain't fucking with y'all I ain't dating y'all like that so yeah just come up with some non-negotiables y'all be able to identify them um I think lack of boundaries is the number one way to end up in fucked up relationships like just have some intention behind everything you do and to me i'm not fond of just exchanging my energy with people just to exchange it um there's a purpose behind all that i do there's some intention behind all that i do there's some intention behind those people that i keep in my circle romantic or platonic and so i do and and being intentional having those boundaries allows me to make sure that uh, i am not it makes sure that not only am i acting in a way that i want to be treated, but I'm also able to identify when someone isn't treating me properly so that I can draw that line, draw that boundary and prevent them from hurting me any more than they might have already done. So, you know, okay. I'm thinking this is going to be the last one I read. Ooh, this one says like for TBH, honest DMs or rate. Y'all remember back in the Facebook days when you will make a status that's like, like for a, to be honest, like for an honest DM. Back in the day, me and Brianna used to be the queen of them motherfucking statuses. First of all, if you didn't get hundreds of likes on those statuses, bitch, you wasn't shit. Nobody wanted to know your opinion. On Facebook, I was getting a hella motherfucking likes for them statuses. And I'm not going to lie. Those are my bully days. So I was definitely being mean to people. Not mean. I remember one time somebody liked it and I wrote on their wall. And you know, Facebook walls, everybody can see it. I wrote on their wall. I don't know what you expected me to say because I don't know you. That's literally what I wrote. But in all honesty, I don't know why they liked it because, like, I don't know you. That was a fucking crazy time. Like, back then, we were really giving people the permission to rate us and tell us about ourselves. Such a toxic time. Such a time for lack of self-worth. Like, 13, 14-year-olds asking people to come on today pages to tell them what they think about them. And then you sit and you consume that shit. And you're like, oh my God, somebody thinks I'm a fucking loser. Oh my God. It was also ego booster. Cause some people are like, all right, I'm so cool. I can tell you whatever the fuck I want to tell you. 
from my perspective, I use it as, I don't know, did I use it as ego booster? I don't think I use it as ego booster. I think it just felt good to know that this person wanted to get my opinion and to have so many like, oh my God, these people wanted my opinions. Facebook was one toxic time. I'm not on Facebook now. I actually cannot keep a Facebook account for shit. Like I always get locked out of them. Um, my last Facebook account got hacked. I don't know what they be doing with my Facebook accounts, but they always hack them. So if you got a constant standard on Facebook, it's definitely not me. Um, well, it's not me anymore. It was at a point in time. Facebook was fucking toxic though. There was an era on Facebook. Um, it was the the bait pages. Did they use bait in other cities and states? Bait is like a DMV thing. Like, oh, okay, you debate, he debate, she debate, we debate. Debate is like you sexy, you fine. Nobody uses that anymore, but that's what it fucking used to mean. And back in like fucking 2000 the fuck year was it fucking 2010 11 we had bait pages and basically the pages were divided like they just put a bunch of people's pictures on there and it'll be like a versus page it was versus page bait pages anyway so the versus pages were really fucked up it was just like they put two people side by side right say they take a picture of me and they take a picture of brianna they put the, they make a collage they put the two pictures together and everybody comes to the page to vote who they think is the baddest them type of pages back then we wasn't doing shit but fucking up our self-esteem and not putting any effort into our self-worth. And you see why the generation now is so fucked up and why niggas is, is just now starting to get to the root of their issues and starting to love themselves. Niggas wasn't doing shit productive back in the day. I don't know if they still do these now. But I know y'all remember the vape pages, the rape pages, the TBH, the HDMs. I hope none of us are still engaging in like for a TBH. I hope none of us are still doing that. Because to be honest, bitch, go find a motherfucking hobby. I hope nobody is making a like this for TBH because, bitch... I know you got better things to do than to go be writing on people's comments and pages and walls about shit like that. That was the time. That was a fucking time. Please tell me. I don't even know if I took a sip of this. Please tell me I'm not the only one that remembers bait pages versus pages like for TBH, like for HDM. If y'all remember them, leave a comment down below, please. And thank you because... That was a fucking time. The internet did used to be fun, but it was fun in a fucked up way because niggas was just hurting other people's feelings and laughing about it. That's how I made a lot of friends, though. That's how I met a lot of people through them bait pages, through the versus pages. Um, that shit was a crazy fucking time. So that was the last thing from Word Association. We're going to run the brief intermission. We'll come back. We'll do the advice column submission. We'll do one or two Let's Get Deep cards, and we'll end today's episode. All right? Run the brief intermission. If you're still here, that means you fuck with today's episode. So if you need advice, call in, all right? 240-587-3186. Call in, leave me a voicemail, and I'll address it in the next episode. Again, the number is 240-587-3186. Before we get back into the episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you are watching this on YouTube. And if you're tuned in on podcast streaming platforms, make sure you leave a review and a rating. All right, let's head back into today's episode. All right, you guys, we are back, and you are now watching Constance the Podcast, as you already know. So we're gonna get into today. We're going to get into today's advice column submission. Excuse me. Today's advice column submission reads: Dear Constance, my partner has recently been diagnosed with chlamydia, but I have not. I'm worried he might have cheated on me, but he and I are together almost every day, apart from a weekend away two weeks ago with the boys. I asked him straight up if he cheated on me upon finding out, and he told me no. I want to believe him, but I'm very confused about this as I don't know how much about this STI 
excuse me, I want to believe him, but I am very confused about this as I don't know much about this STI and how it is developed. Okay, I ain't got chlamydia, never had chlamydia. He probably cheated if y'all each other's only sex partners, you don't got chlamydia and he got chlamydia. Like, I don't think you can pass a STI and not have the STI. But do your research, all in all, the nigga definitely probably cheated. It's even worse that the nigga lied about it because you just straight up asked, did you cheat? So you was probably going to give him some grace. I don't know. Let's give him dump the nigga because where the fuck did he get the STI from? I think that's what I would do. Somebody had, yeah. If my girlfriend had an STI and I didn't have the STI, I would have to believe she cheated. Easier said than done. You want to stick it out, stick it out. Give him another chance. He probably cheat again. I think it's worse that he didn't just up front and tell you when you told him. And I want to say, you know, trust his word. But the STI is throwing me off because where did he get it from? I don't think chlamydia can be passed through like sharing a beer with your boys. Do the research real quick. Find out how chlamydia can be passed. If it can only be passed through sex and you ain't got it, then he cheated. Sad to say. What do y'all think? Leave a comment down below in the comment section. Let this person know whether or not you think their partner cheated. What should they do? I think they should break up with the nigga. Comment down below. Let us know what you think. If you need advice, give me a call. 240-587-3186. Leave me a voicemail. I'll play your voicemail here on this podcast and I'll give you advice that way. You can also click the link down below in the description box or you can click the link in my Instagram bio at ConstanceDePod. Click that link. It'll take you to my advice column and there you can leave a written advice column submission. Okay, all written submissions are anonymous. Now we're getting into the game. Let's get deep. I just opened up the box. We're going to pull out our random ass card. I'm only going to do one and we'll answer it and end today's show. It's a deep. Ooh, question is, sorry. If you could pick your own name, what name would you pick and why? To be 100% honest, I would pick the name Constance. I absolutely love the name Constance. Constance, first and foremost, first of all, it just sounds strong. Like you hear Constance, you're like, all right, let's see what that girl look like. And then boom, I walk in, I pop out and it's like, yeah, all right, let's find out more about Constance. But beyond that, the name Constance just has a beautiful meaning, steadfast, sure of one's purpose. And I think it's just given what it needs to give for this girl right here. I think I was named the best name possible for myself and I would not change my name for anything. The other day I used the name Courtney at Chipotle to go pick up my Chipotle and it sounded so not okay saying a different name and not saying Constance. When I go to like restaurants, I never say Constance. I give them the letter C just because they always ask, I'm sorry, Constantine. And it's like, did I say that? No, I definitely said Constance. So to avoid that, I just give them the letter C or sometimes they're like, can you spell that? And it's like, I don't want to do that either. So it is a long name, I guess. Not really long. I don't know. All in all, I love my name. What about you guys? Would you change your name? Leave a comment down below in the comment section. That was a nice question. So that is today's episode. I hope y'all loved it. If you need advice, give me a call again, 240-587-3186. Make sure you guys give this video a like. Subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Subscribe if you're listening on podcast streaming platforms. Leave me a review and a rating, y'all. I'm trying to get 15 reviews and ratings by the end of the month. I think I'm only at 11. So four of y'all, please do what it do. Make a shake and leave me a review and a rating. Subscribe to Constance the Podcast wherever you listen to me on. Follow me on Instagram at Constance the Pod. Follow me on TikTok at Constance the Pod. Follow my personal page on Instagram at Black Mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. Follow my personal page on TikTok, on YouTube, 
on Pinterest, on Twitter. For the bitch that you see my tweet, make sure you're following me on Twitter at Black Mocha because that's where all my bitches you see that tweet tweets will be. And again, all of my social media handles for my personal shit is Black Mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. Don't forget, this is a visual podcast, but you can also listen to me on the go. If you don't want to sit in the YouTube app, you don't have to. You can search for Constantly Podcast in the podcast app on an Apple phone or search for Constantly Podcast on Spotify and you'll find me. I'm also on other podcast streaming platforms, so just search for Constance and you'll find me there. Um, I think that's it. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Enjoy your Saturday. If you live in Virginia, it is beautiful outside. Go out and enjoy the sun. Get out of the house. Have some fun. I'm gonna soak up the sun. Gonna tell everyone. Okay, so enjoy your fucking Saturday. And I will see you guys in tomorrow's episode. Deep down, I want to give y'all a rap. But I'm like, y'all don't. I don't know if y'all really appreciate the bars I be laying down. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, it's Constance, yeah. And it's hot outside, but bitch, we still popping out. And we're going to drop this clout. And we're going to ride the wave, and you're going to say the name, and I'm going to end this podcast because I'm running out of words to say. Baby, I'm just playing. Honey, you'll never be as awesome as me. Okay, let's end the podcast. Love you guys. I'll see you in tomorrow's episode. Peace. 240-587-3186. 240-587-3186. If you need advice, I'm the girl to call. Constance, the podcast got you all. And it's 240-587-3186. 240-587-3186.